Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota of Brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in Southwest Mississippi four years in a row. Come see the difference. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota of Brookhaven, we deliver. From the trees over your head to the lawn you hate to mow and everything green in between. Garden Mama's here to help you keep on growing. Still the empress of everything green. Here's your horticulture maven, Garden Mama Nellie Neal on Super Talk Mississippi. Woohoo! 21 degrees. Feels like 12. Do we care? Well, not as much as some of our more tender plants might. Because guess what? There's no ice this morning. <laughs> These are the days that you get up and you think, you know, I better put on all my clothes and go on and go about my business and take care of stuff. But what if I had to do this every day for six months? You know, I can't. I'm, I'm, I have plenty of friends living in places where it's just like that all the time and they don't get to garden now at all. Now, granted. You'll see this morning the box of spinach that's that really growing very, very well is on top of the washing machine. <laughs> so things are a little bit – another friend of mine has lettuce in his laundry room, so I think it's okay. But that's what we're doing. We're coping. I want to start by assuring you today that guess what? You don't have to run out and start looking for dead stuff to cut off. This, this next week is going to turn into a little bit warmer patch. And I'm afraid that the the thing that's going to happen is everybody's going to go out there and start chopping on things prematurely that are either not dead or that if pruned will be stimulated to start growing. And then it's February. And guess what? We'll probably have really cold weather again then. So let's talk about that. We can talk about what to do, what not to do, how the plants are going to do. And guess what? How most of us are going to do. I have... um, I have a quote for you today that I'm really pleased about. This particular author is Brian Butterworth. He is um, what is what is known as a cognitive psychologist. He is absolutely a brilliant guy, the author of Can Fish Count? And the answer is yes. His quote is, once you get into fish, there's all sorts of other animals that grab your interest. (laughs) That's kind of a general statement, but I believe that's true. Once you get into plants, there are always a whole lot of other ones, you know, that will make you jump up and do something. I'm having an absolute joy of a, a winter with some of my Chinese evergreens that are the pink type, and I've decided those are the ones that I want everybody to have because they've made me so happy and they grow so well inside your house. <laughs> so this kind of tip, this is what I do around here. Thank you very much for coming along for the ride. This morning there will be um, some tips, some silly conversation because you know that's kind of what i have to have to have a little fun with you when you get when you have the opportunity to call and when you text in it's even more fun so (laughs) we'll get started this morning let me tell you something you couldn't you couldn't just count on me to get up this early and do this you have to say good morning to lance as well so i hope that all is well and i want to say good morning to trey who's already texting in thank you very much Trey, that is, that's one of the crazier ones. His collection of photos and memes and whatnot are without parallel. 
and I, I didn't bring the one. If you will send Trey, if you can, if you can send the one to Lance that is uh, the the uh, the carrot. <laughs> I don't want to give the story away. Anyway, I save that for here. Guess what else? There are things that are trying to bloom right now. That's right. The hellebores have another set of buds on them that I did not expect. There's only two plants there. They bloom and the flowers come on and they last for quite some time. And indeed, they, they have been there through all of this. Just look, they look kind of crispy. But now they're absolutely beautiful. And what we've got going on, of course, is another realm where they really think it's time to do this again. Well, okay, I'm just going to enjoy it. You like the pelicans? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, just getting it loaded up I, and I took, ready to I go. I took the pelicans um, from my friend Susan. Hey, where was that? Out the res? Yeah, my friend Susan shot that. It was really pretty the other day. Like, Love what is going on around here? <laughs> They're like, why are we here? Yeah. Why are we here? But yeah, there's my washing machine, supertalk.tv, and the, the spinach growing box. The box was built by the Pine Belt Master Gardeners. It's one of their, it's actually an herb box. It's it's about four inches deep, maybe, oh, I don't know, 10 by 12. That might be the wrong measurements, but it's not a big thing. It fits on the top of the washer. And I grow something in it all the time. This particular fall, though, I started with the spinach and it just turned into more spinach. So now there's about 12 plants in there from taking plants from another plant and making making more. They're really delicious, though. I like having spinach in a salad. But I'm not much on – I don't actually ever grow it into a whole plant, and I, I'm probably missing a good bet by not doing that. Hey, now, how cold are you, sir? <laughs> uh, yeah, you saw what I wore today. We, we all have on camo, all our clothes. Came in here. in the camo with the Sherpa lining. and Got to. Yeah, I'm going to be up here all day. So I was like, man, I'm going to be comfy. That's right. Take yeah. take take advantage of the cold. Because mm-hmm. guess what? It won't last. We don't have to worry about next week in, the, in those regards. It will be rainy in much of our area. And that's... You know, we're on the winter thing. It gets cold. It it gets warm. It rains. It gets cold. It gets warm. It rains. That's what happens. All right, now, dog lovers, we're starting with y'all today because I have I, I have been reading this week and I have been reading some stuff that is just so much fun. University of Wisconsin Madison. If you have never been to Wisconsin, I urge you to go, if for no other reason than because of the cheese. And today, in fact, is National Cheese Lovers Day. So I, I take my hat off to my friends in Wisconsin and those who, who love the, the world up there as much as I do. Here's the thing. Does your dog work the remote control at your house? Probably not. They may chew it up if, if, you're, if it's real unfortunate. And sometimes they'll sit on it and change the channel. But this particular study is not saying that that is what they're able to do. What it is telling us, however, though, is if you have, if you're a veterinarian and you're trying to test a dog's vision, pretty much up until now, it's been, can the dog see or not see? And that's, you answer it that way. Looks like he knows where he's going, maybe not. Maybe and So unless there's cataracts, which they can see because you can measure that, the, the difference is a very low bar in terms of measuring this. However, trying to figure out the dog eye chart equivalent, you know, where the E is at the top and the letters come down, that's been very difficult. These guys decided that they were trying to find, if they could find videos that would sustain the dog's attention long enough, they might be able to measure their vision. And ultimately, 
publishing in Applied Animal Science Behavior, the study found that indeed, as you might expect, but not necessarily, dogs are most engaged when there are videos featuring other dogs. Surprise. So... Now, now whether yeah, my my sister's dog, who I'm babysitting this weekend, he's a like a labradoodle. He knows when a dog is coming on this on the TV before it happens. Like two, oh dear, he, he's psycho <laughs> with it. I have no idea how he does this, Nelly. I mean, it I, is amazing though. Every dog has a tra- a trait but, that we didn't recognize. Yeah, I, you know? he, he has ESP of when dog is That's coming funny. on TV, and he will go attack that. the TV. In, uh, it's not that he knows the next commercial. There is some sense of electricity. It's a Tesla yeah, deal a, going on. Yeah, there's a magnetic yeah. attraction yeah. going there. It's amazing. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Well, I, I had one cat who did have extremely good vision. I know that for a fact. And her her favorite thing in the world was to watch bird videos. I would leave Animal Planet on. She would be on the couch in the same spot where where I had left her two hours before, you know, when I went out to go do some work or something. And she was old and unhappy most of the time. But once the Animal Planet was on, she found her, her place. I, she didn't want to see cat videos, though. And the dogs apparently are much more kind of in the flock. You know, they want to they want to see their friends. They responded with a, a test where they sent out to dog owners and asked all them about what there's the opportunity. Show your dog these videos and tell us which ones they liked best. Traffic moving on a road, you know, you'd think maybe, well, dogs like to chase cars, maybe they'd like that, no. A bird, no. A, a dog, yes. A panther, not so much. They got Almost 2,000 responses from dog owners put all of this together, and ultimately about 1,300 people or and their dogs completed the study. The interesting highlights that they list here are not entirely interesting to me, but a couple of them tickled me. Just that, now, just I just have to tell you, video content featuring animals was most popular, particularly with dogs, and that by far engaged the animals more. So what they're able to do is the younger the dog apparently the easier it was to get them to concentrate on the screen, which you wouldn't necessarily think, you know, because they're kind of flighty. But it turned out that sporting and herding dog breeds appeared to watch all of the content more than other breeds of dogs. (laughs) Now, I like that. That tells me that they're concentrating and they're focusing. So I really appreciate that. Dogs don't want to watch humans. And my very, very favorite one, is that cartoons were engaging for more than 10% of the dogs. So it didn't even have to be real dogs. It can be cartoon dogs. I love that. I want everybody to do this test. Put your dog in front of the screen (laughs) and see what they like. And we will send our responses to these folks that did the test. I think it's great. 888-808-8637 is the phone number here. And, of course, the text line is open to you whenever I'm around, 601-879-4395. Most of the questions this week have been about either planting things or pruning things. And I've had a bunch of questions about, what about my camellias? Look, the flowers are not open. They're still in tight bud. Are they going to be able to open? There's not any way to know the answer to that. But, because it depends not only on the variety of the plant, of that particular camellia, but also the opportunity of that bud to develop. In other words, we've had some camellias that were early bloomers and usually bloom in early December. Unfortunately, last summer's drought 
reduced the effectiveness of their buds so they had fewer or none at all in terms of flowers. There are others, though, that have put on more buds in response to that stress, and that has turned into a question where some of them have dropped off in the cold and some of them are staying on. I think if the buds are still on the plant, there's every chance that they will open because we've got another round of rain coming, which helps to get flowers to open, even camellias, and because the timing is still right. There's so many varieties of camellias that ordinarily bloom in January and then even into February. So give yourself the opportunity to enjoy them and wait and be a little bit patient. And at the same time, if the buds have knocked off, if they've fallen off, or if, if things like that, you know, the flowers that might have tried to open dropped on the ground, get all that stuff out of there. Go ahead and do a little bit of raking this week. That won't hurt anything at all. I am, I have no idea. I got an ad this week. Do you, are you ready to buy your potatoes? No, I'm not. I know I need to plant them next month, but I couldn't even think about it yet. We need to think about it. Even though this is the busy, busy month of so much to do. Ornamental grasses need to be pruned. Camellias need to be sprayed if they finished blooming and of course then they need to be pruned also if they finished blooming. Then we move into, before you know it, in about a minute it's going to be the um, if it's really absolutely working hard for us to get to rose time. Usually we've finished all these things in early January, but this is going to be mid-January, and we're just going to be pedal to the metal all the way till spring, I think. I do believe there'll be some more cold weather, but it'll. I think that's going to be after rose pruning time from the way it looks. Yes, I know. Thank you, Trey. I was hoping you could send it again up here because I can't get to that from here. We're, we're talking about a really funny post that I have not um, put up on the Internet yet because I wanted to put it here first. But that's okay. I need to talk to Trey earlier in the week, I know. There's a lot of things that happen and you don't get everything done. <laughs> that's absolutely true. Speaking of potatoes, though, if you've never grown any, this may be the year that you want to. Penn State is reporting to us. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but if you read the bags of potato chips or pretzels or all that sort of stuff, you know, I'm I'm a chronic reader. I read the back of the cereal box. I can't help myself. But if you read that stuff, a lot of times you come across Hanover, Pennsylvania. Hanover, PA is where these things are manufactured. And it really is the snack capital of America, if not, if not maybe even Canada. I don't know. But the the problem is that we depend on the processing that goes on there to make, for example, the potatoes into potato chips and all of the other sorts of things. Hanover, Pennsylvania is home to things like Utz and Snyder's pretzel people and a whole, but they also make a whole bunch of the names that you don't would be like the name of your grocery store, you know, generic potato chip kind of thing. So they depend on potatoes. Unfortunately. We have just found a strain of pathogen that has not been here before in the potatoes, and this is not good. The researchers collected potato stems and tubers. One of the things that you're always looking for in potatoes is a thing called black leg or soft rot. It's a, a sprout that turns black or a piece of the potato itself that is actually, you know, you put your thumb in it, you'd be all the way inside of the potato before you knew it because it's too soft. The plants will wilt. And, you know, you you can see that there's a problem, but you don't necessarily know what it is. So they collected problematic um, 
they they collected problematic potatoes from 26 different potato fields across Pennsylvania. And what we found out is that they when they isolated more than 400 samples, sadly enough, one strain of one and six strains of the other that had not previously been fa- reported in Pennsylvania were found there. That means they have a new problem. This is it reminds me of when the the folks on the east coast a few years ago suddenly discovered s- tomato blight. You know, they had not had the conditions that their their conditions were just enough warmer, just enough wetter that the problem of that we face every year of blight happened all over them and they actually went to grafting tomatoes which is still being done and pretty effectively it's a very wonderful process but the whole question of how much how far are we going to go can sometimes be alleviated by changing varieties adding to the varieties and yes by home production we're not going to make our own potato chips maybe other than once or twice a year at my house but you you can certainly appreciate that if the potatoes are stressed by these pathogens, it's going to turn into a bigger problem for the people who process potatoes than it would for you or me or anybody else who could grow some and enjoy them that way. So I'm I'm not happy about this, and they certainly are not, but Penn State is a very, very good research area for horticulture, and they will fix it. They'll, they'll find it out. I, I don't know whether to believe this one or not. Trey has just sent us... Um, and, and yeah, I know Lay's had a competition for flavors of potato chips, but I gotta take a deep breath. Can, can, can anyone imagine? Well, no. Do you eat chitlins? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I've smelled them. Once I did that when they were purging them, I, I could not make myself eat them. Yeah, I, I've seen them being cooked, and I did, I walked on. Thank you very much, y'all. But anyway, Southern Chitlins and Greens potato chips makes my stomach turn. But thanks anyway. I'm going to go have some coffee. We'll be right back. Yes, we're going to. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Give your customers a whole home energy upgrade. The Propane Energy Pod Builder Incentive Program. What's the Propane Energy Pod? It's a total home energy upgrade that combines high-efficiency propane gas appliances to meet a home's major energy needs and delivers superior comfort and efficiency compared with all electric homes. Not only is it good for homeowners, it's good for builders, too. All propane homes, on average, are valued up to 5% higher than all electric homes. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Make a New Year's resolution that's easy to keep. Help protect your identity and finances with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock detects identity threats you may miss on your own. And if you become a victim, LifeLock will work to fix it. LifeLock is the New Year's resolution that's easy to keep. Save up to 25% off your first year. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK 
or go to lifelock.com. Use promo code NEWS to save 25%. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 601- Eight six four three seven five two. At Key Constructors, our mission is to build a legacy that will stand the test of time through hard work, dedication, and pursuing excellence. Key Constructors is a heavy civil construction company, a leader in the bridge construction world. Our goal is to provide a positive work environment for you to grow personally and in your career. We are proud of who we are and what we do, making it happen one bridge at a time. Come join our team of Black Label Bridge Builders. Check out Key Constructors on Facebook and other social media platforms and keyconstructors.com. I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I have asthma. I'm at risk, too. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. If you don't see the rock, you better keep on rolling. If your oil change takes too long, you're in the wrong place. If getting an oil change is an inconvenience, give us a try. Rapid Oil Change has been the leader in fast oil changes for over 36 years. Get in and out fast. Get back to what you want to do in no time. Rapid Oil Change, where you should be going. If you don't see the rock, you better keep on rolling. indeed how does one species become many is it all about adapting to the circumstances is it genetic flukiness i don't know if that's even a word but i just invented it <laughs> i'm interested in that and so are the folks at mcgill and at mcgill university i'm going to work on that a little bit this morning i think because i'm trying to understand how they've figured how they're trying to figure this out what they want to do and it's, it always goes back to darwin's finches if you have not had the opportunity to reflect upon charles darwin and all that finch research i'm not going to bother you with it now i'll put you to sleep but it is interesting because it has given spark to so many other studies and trying to figure out what's up with animals what's up with birds And in fact, what's up with the Galapagos Islands, because that's where all this research happened. So anyway, 
what they've been doing at this particular time is to survey field data looking at the difference between the beak traits, the way their the way their little noses look, and the longevity of those individuals in the four different species. So in other words, how did how which one's gonna dominate? How which beak is going to prevail? It's kind of like an Iron Chef competition, I'm sure. It's which one can make the best, most efficient use of the foods at hand. And that's the, that would be the species that dominates, one would assume, and not, you don't have to assume it because it did in fact turn out to be that way. They all evolved though from a single common ancestor. We know about that in these finches, not only because they've been studied all this time, but because they've been studied so extensively. And as a result, Trying to figure out how all this worked gave them the opportunity to see that, well, actually, the beak traits that gave the species corresponded to the fitness peaks. That is to say, the ones that were able to be more efficient are the ones that dominated. And it, it makes sense. We don't always find out what we expect to find out, though. And that's why this kind of work is still very, very important to do. The formal tests have been elusive up until this point because it's really hard to Talk about the species traits and exactly how the evolution made it happen. But because these are all four coming from the same ancestor and because the difference is so pronounced in their beaks, it was a good clue that that was going to be the thing that separated them. So I like that. I think that's really important. This week I have had uh, almost entire leaf loss on my lemon tree. It does sit by a cold window, which is not cold. It's just that the lemon, the, the light has been restricted a little bit, and the the whole business of being indoors this many days in a row is not good for a plant that requires as much humidity as the citrus does. And this particular citrus tree is old, so it's also having that that particular problem. Do you like the fried egg flowers? <laughs> We're I mean, I would eat having them. some fun at Super Talk yeah, I mean, TV. You know? I, but, Come yeah, on, I, I would eat them. I, I would just throw a little. Pepper. <laughs> Ready to go. Bring bring out the panini press and put it right in there. See, that's that's just southern chitlins and greens. Come on, y'all. I mean, and you have to put the picture of the chitlins and the greens in like a styrofoam container. Yeah, it's just awful. That's got a awful. I, I keep seeing, and for those of you who like this, I apologize. Habanero mango things. Do they think because they both come from the tropics, you should put them together, or that the mango is somehow going to ameliorate the habanero, or the habanero is going to make the mango more interesting? None of those are true. Yeah, a lot of the chefs. Well, you add a little sweet and spicy, and it cancels out and all that stuff. I don't yeah. know if you're canceling out a I'm chitlin. Not, I just uh, the, yeah. the chitlin and the crawlers. I don't think they can go back. I, I, I have. I just know that. My they dad can. likes to always say, Go get you a belly full of chitlins. I'm like, Man, you wouldn't even eat a belly full of chitlins. Don't tell me to go eat a belly full of chitlins. <laughs> it does sound like a, a Chinese it's some curse. pat on the back. Like, here, man, go get you a belly full of them. I'm like, Man, no. I it sounds like it. an old Chinese yeah. curse to yeah. me. I don't know. That'd be, you know, it, it just, that's to me about on tantamount of eating bat stew. Yeah. Oh dear! You know, I what mean, a have you seen the pictures idea. of those things? What a horrible idea! I, go look up bat stew. And, oh no, I'm not about to do that. Oh my my imagination will take me right over that edge. It's like a gremlin <laughs> in a. Well, of course broth. it would. It's a whole bat. I mean, well, it's uh, like yeah, looking at you. I'm. I'm I just. I will. I will confess. I will confess. The first time that a waiter opened the 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 big fat fish dish, you know, and it's not a terrine because it doesn't have soup in it, but that big round thing that they put a whole fish in and it had eyes. I I was a little taken aback. 
because I had grown up with fish, but they never had eyes when they got to the plate. I understand they do, but it was still a surprise to have that on the plate. It was delicious, however, and did not stop me from enjoying that particular Chinese No, I will say that we went down to Mexico, I think it was after my freshman year in college, did a little mission work, and uh, the folks were fairly, I would say, not not wealthy. We were doing work in a very remote and desolate area, but in, in what they did... Uh, was cooked for us at the end, and they took a goat, uh, which I'd never had goat before, and basically just hollered it out uh, and mm-hmm, wrapped it up mm-hmm. in tin foil and smoked it underground. Yeah, that's wonderful. And hair, everything came out, and the eyes were still on it, and the tongue hanging out, and everything. And that was the most amazing tasting thing I've ever had in my yep. life. Yep. Uh, and it was just a, a pit barbecue, very, uh, I would say, low brow, no seasonings, but that meat, oh man. And it was so cooked inside of the skin and the hair and everything. You just peel it back. It's wonderful. It was wonderful. I, I, I was really lucky to to go to college around a bunch of guys that would dig a hole and cook anything in it. Mm-hmm. And they they goats, pigs, everything. And it was always a real surprise at how delicious mm-hmm. the food was. Why don't we still do that? Well, because it's a lot of trouble and you have to take like twelve or twenty four hours of your life to do it. Yeah. That's why. Well, and you had but, the, my the goodness, Fairgrain had Jenna on yesterday, and uh, yeah, and they were great. And uh, Michael Lassiter, they were great. Right. And, and they have, you know, with the rodeo, there's so many goat, uh, exactly. you, know, exa- you know, exhibits exactly. or things. And I'm sitting there going, oh, man. Curry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goat curry <laughs> and Mexican barbecue goat. And All I kinds like of that good stuff. things. Yeah. But chitlins. Well, what a wonderful thing. We're, I'm going to do a little bit more. Um, I have an opportunity as the, that this, the whole event goes along. We're going to help you figure out what days you want to get yourself out there to the Dixie National Rodeo. Because mm-hmm. you're missing something if you're not coming to the rodeo. Oh, amen. Yeah. That thing. There's so many events. And uh, it, it's just such a cool uh, setup, too. you got so many hardworking people to put it on, and people come from all over. Oh, yeah. It, it's a joy, too. It's, Great attraction It's family for the city. fun of the best sort. Have you ever heard the expression, um, kill two birds with one stone, while we're on the subject? <laughs> the old bird in a hand's better than two in the bush. Well, that's yeah. another piece of it. But there are a lot of people that feel like that's a really violent image. It's, it's as if, you know, when we talk about, um, I'm going to kill those bugs. Well, actually, you're going to control their population. And you may kill a few, but you're not actually, you know, you're not going to go out and individually murder your insects. You're going to control the population. It's, an, it's a better way of thinking about it because it's actually closer to what's real. And the whole notion of killing two birds with one stone is pretty difficult. What it says is, of course, that you can do more than one thing at a time. And that's a perfectly good human expression of wanting to be able to be a, to do that. But I have decided that I like the one that I hear from other parts of the world, which, which translates into one rock, two mangoes. Throw the one rock up, two mangoes fall down. It's the same idea, but it's more productive and a little bit easier, I think, on your mind to think about um, getting getting more than one thing done at once. I must confess, I have always wanted to learn how to spin plates for that very reason, because those people were always dancing and spinning plates at the same time in those variety shows. I don't know how they did that. Yeah, I, I would like to, because it's always a time-consuming endeavor, but I'd like to figure out how to brush my teeth and put my shoes on. See, at, at the, the same, same time. time. Wouldn't and, that and be, just, see? Yeah, just, one rock, two mangoes. Always, I mean, it'd be great. It's always a juggling act in the morning that to figure that one out. Like, do I sit down and put the shoes on, or do I keep brushing my teeth, do I stop? I need a and robot. And your feet are cold. Yeah, I need a you robot. Know. We all need an assistant. We definitely need an assistant robot. Yeah, I had to fire my human assistant. So it's just me. I got dog assistants. I was going to say, I think you have four-legged assistants yeah. pretty well there. Yeah, man, I got that covered. In a box under my bed, there's a picture of 
my mother in about, oh, 1930, graduating from Gulf Park College, which is now part of the USM system on our coast in Gulfport. Beautiful place. Uh, the girls were all dressed in white, and they're car- holding on to daisy chains that they have made, and they're, um, they're they're just beautiful, lovely, idyllic for that time frame. And they're sitting under the Friendship Oak, which is a tree that is reputed to be more than 500 years old, of course. I wanted to let you know that one of the reasons why everybody says, oh, we can put up with the the damage, the storms and stuff, because it's a tree that is broad. You know, it it expands itself. The, the, The live oak does. The trunk diameter is more than five feet around. The circumference is 18 feet. And the spread is 150 plus. Okay, so that's true of that one. It's really old. But in any environment, the tree's got to survive whatever comes. And it turns in our favor that live oak is a, a tree that branches with heavy branches, so it does have storm resilience. But guess what? They're also drought resilient. So if you're looking for a really big tree, you if you decide you want to put one into your place, you, you can't imagine that your grandchildren will be able to be there without having a giant tree in the yard, you know, because they do take a while to grow. But if you're willing to make that investment, and I hope that you will, please consider live oak. Native tree can tolerate almost all the circumstances that we're going to run into between the coast and, say, Memphis, and also has the opportunity to be drought-resistant when it needs to be. It's a great, great plant. Right now at supertalk.tv, I'm not... I, I don't even know how to talk about this broccoli man, but except well, yes, to say Bruce that, Lee. Well, I was going to yeah. say, except to say that if Bruce Lee wants me to eat broccoli, I'm going to eat the broccoli. He's making he's <laughs> making broccoli eat his vegetables. It's really great. <laughs> Thank you, Trey. Trey's got us giggling today. So much fun. The broccoli looks pretty ripped too. I mean, he's in good shape. I didn't realize that broccoli worked out at the gym, but apparently it's a kung fu broccoli because right. you know he's there. Jun Fan Jeet Kune Do. All of that. That's the style. Oh, of the him. deer are beautiful. See, that's gorgeous. Trey, you, you're so fun. That's great. January, the Monday of months. Everybody says January has 475 days, you know, which is, of course, more than a year. But F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote the one January, the Monday of months. And I, I, I just think that's one that we all ought to have over our office doors at this time of you the say year. Say that one again. I had about three things going on. but what January, yeah. the Monday of months. Yes, and it is, too. It's the first See, it's month. the first. And as we all understand – Mondays can be a bit of a challenge. We're, if you look at statistics about productivity, Monday is not the highest day of productivity in the American culture. Turns out that's Wednesday. But it, it, there, there are so many things to consider with it. And I just feel like F. Scott Fitzgerald's greatest gift is the, the, the pithiness, the ability to just go right there. That's what you're thinking. That's how you're feeling. I love that. That's a great say. That needs to be uh, see embroidered uh, on something, put up on something. Stenciled on everything. Stenciled onto everything. So I, I have confessed already, and I haven't done yet. Oh, I'm sorry. It's broccoli. It's it, the broccoli. Broccoli. Is, uh, ah, see, Why did I think of that? What's wrong with me this morning? Straight over the head. You went right past Thank me. You, Trey. Bruce Lee's brother. Yeah. Thank you, Trey. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Yeah. Y'all have to go to supertalktv.tv. You, you may not care about what my plants look like. You may not care about anything else, but you really do need to see Bruce Lee and his brother, Broccoli. Come on. That's hilarious. That's Brocco. 
And they're Ooh. actually what else are they eating? Cherry tomatoes. Well, cherry tomatoes. <laughs> it's all there's kind some of kind stuff of up there. Dipinage. It's probably like a vinaigrette. I love that. Well, I'm going to rescue a plant that doesn't know it needs to be rescued. So I have confessed to this in the Garden Mama newsletter this week. When you see a Diefenbachia falling out of its container and it has four feet of naked stem with a few leaves on top, as a gardener, you can hardly resist going and cutting it. And that's what I'm going to do. There's plenty of space in a tray to root four-inch pieces of Diefenbachia. There's the canes themselves will all eventually be lovely plants. I can probably do smaller ones if I wanted to. But the idea that this plant's going to lay on the floor and have only leaves at one end that are not supported by anything in an environment that's too cold already, well, I've got to be, I've got to go and save that plant. Y'all wish me luck. Y'all wish me luck because it's not my plant. (laughs) I'm going to make part of it my plant. I won't take the whole thing. I'm just going to take the part that's having a very rough go. I am tickled to tell you there are we're talking about coming in coming towards February and, and talking about people and our plants and what all we are up to. We absolutely love love in this world. Now, what does that even mean? Well, in in the case of our brains, it means dopamine. It means the things that make you feel good. And you, it is a response to love. It's a response to a lot of things, though. You don't have to love a person to have dopamine release. Okay, you can love a good book. I promise. It's absolutely true. But in current biology, they're letting us know a lot about it. And I want to talk about dopamine today at some point just because the social world is basically defined by interactions, whether we're good at them, whether we're not. And I think maybe it's all in the dopamine. We'll talk about that and so much more after this. There she sits a lofty perch strangest color blue flying is forgotten now thinks only of you Superior. It's more than a name. It's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality U.S. farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant, your family reunion, or on your dinner table. Hey, this is Steve Azar, and I want to let you know that with Superior Catfish, you know the next bite is as good as the first, time after time, made possible by your friends and neighbors here in Mississippi. Remember, there's catfish, then there is Superior Catfish. Hi, this is Fred Johnson, president of Mississippi 811. I'm proud to announce that Bob and Jenny have finally moved into their new house after living in a doghouse for a couple of years. As you may know, that was because Bob decided to pound a sign in their front yard without contacting 811 and hit a gas line. Bob has finally learned his lesson, but if he forgets, I'm sure that Jenny will remind him. Remember, safety is in your hands every dig, every time. Be sure to contact Mississippi 811 at least three 
Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. Jamie Creel, Shelter Insurance. Come see why we're more than just an agent. Proudly serving the Jackson metro area in the great state of Mississippi. Give us a call at 601-992-6000. Hi, this is Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. At Two Men in a Truck, we've added a new service option to our brand, Junk Removal. Whether you're deep cleaning, renovating, or staging your home to sell, our two-men-in-a-truck junk removal option is perfect to get the job done. Our professionally trained moving and junk removal teams will load and haul away your unwanted junk for you. Visit twomenandatruck.com to learn more and get a free junk removal quote. That's twomenandatruck.com. Hey, you're up next. Ugh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks Cool Drops. Yeah, Vicks Cool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please welcome to the stage. Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks Cool Drops. We've sent that Rip Van Winkle guy to the dentist. Hey, what? Hey, what? And what's worse than a trip to the dentist? Your wife's paint project that you've put off. Let Seabrook Paint in Jackson and Ridgeland find that Benjamin Moore paint and a contractor that will get you back doing the important things in life, like grilling and watching sports. Seabrook, Benjamin Moore paint, and a happy wife, happy life. Seabrook Paint in Jackson on Monument and in Ridgeland on West Jackson. First down! Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. If you're not up and dancing already, um, I'm trying to help you. you got to get yourself up and going. I realize that the weather is cold and the plants are not happy either, but, but there's also an awful lot to be done. And thank goodness we have warm places to be, for the most part, 
This will all be gone tomorrow sometime in, in most of our area, unlike other places in the country that don't have that opportunity. You know, we have been talking for years around here about what happens to azaleas, and sometimes what happens to them is that they get yellow leaves with green veins still in them. That is called chlorosis. Sometimes it's the result of an iron deficiency. Sometimes it's a result of the iron being tied up, and that means it's there, but it's not accessible. And when we're looking at this whole topic of iron, researchers have discovered that the the plants manage it a little bit better than they would have, but it's it's about all about again the, the the micro levels, you know, the the bacteria that thrive in the situation and create a problem that changes the situation so the iron is not available has as much to do with it as the pH of the soil itself. So the findings are going to give us a new target in terms of the way we address iron deficiencies. In azaleas, it's not going to change the fact that if your pH is too high for azaleas, the same way we need to grow blueberries and camellias and hollies and those kinds of plants at a, a little bit lower pH, say, than vegetables and, and other shrubs, then if we're not doing that, we're not adding the organic matter, we're not making sure that that's available to them, we really will have a, a lack or a problem with it. The good news is that if we are able to address the pH, we can still do topical iron, of course. We've done that for years while the process is changing. So give yourself the opportunity to figure out what's really going on. If you found yourself needing to spray your azaleas, for example, two years in a row for with iron, then the soil itself is a bigger problem. You will read probably in, in many times, because this has been published in Nature, that they're going to talk about the ways of changing the iron availability. That will work for other plants, but it's not going to work for our friends in the azalea world. All righty. Good morning, Jeb. What's going on today? Oh, how are you doing this morning? Great. Cold, but otherwise fine. Yeah, it is cold outside. Tell me about your orchid. But, but on my, oh, yeah, I was just wondering, is it a good time to dig them up and replant them right now, or would you wait to do that? I would wait. I don't think it's a good day to do anything <laughs> in that regard. So. Well, 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 well. <laughs> well, 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 no, I would just say, I'm like, is it a good month to do it in, or would you wait a couple of months? Or? Well, that really depends on the plant itself. Moth orchids, for the most part, are container plants. So if you have a greenhouse, you can address that need any time. If you don't, you probably need to wait for warm weather, because it'll be easier on you and the plant. Okay, okay and I love listening to your show every Saturday morning. Thank you, Jeb. I appreciate hearing from you today. You take care of yourself now. All right now. There's so much to be done. I'm I'm on a I'm, I now have now now that I've got the spinach in the laundry room, I'm about to decide to throw out everything else in there and put my potting bench inside. <laughs> I'm about to go that direction. I've there's I have several things that need to be repotted, including some orchids, and I'm I'm working on making myself a place to do that. Do you know I know I used to know somebody that had a thing that folded down off the wall, and it was an ironing board. Now, the chances of me needing an ironing board like that are really slim, but I could use a bench that folds down off the wall. I'm thinking about that today. If you've got any ideas for me, I would appreciate hearing them. It's, it's, there, I just can't do it all on the dining room table. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, now the potting soil is everywhere. You need like a Murphy bed, basically. <laughs> exactly. The, the fold it out of the wall and give me the place mm-hmm. to do this work, because I don't know. I I know it's going to get the the cold weather is going to go, but lately it's been really too hot in the summer too. So I think indoor gardening of all sorts is going to take more and more precedence. I have a friend in northern Arkansas who has found a system that allows him to grow lettuce in a, a rather humid room in his house. I'm not sure if I can create that environment, but I may be going to try. And if I do, you will hear about it here on the Garden Mama Show, of course. So what is dopamine, anyway? Well, it, gonna, it's like yes, a Lord sir. and Burnham greenhouse for you. Oh, come on, yes. <laughs> Isn't that right? We I can mean, dream. That, a girl can dream. That is your <laughs> dopamine. Yes, it, it is. Looking at pictures of Lord and Burnham yes, greenhouse. Yes, uh, Imagining that I have a boiler. Imagining that all my heat is taken care of by the rainwater that flows into the boiler compartment. You know, when you hear a woman say something like that, you just think, she is really nuts, or else you think, she's thought about this. <laughs> this is what's going, you know. I love going, watching, like, really old movies that put it in a period of when steam was actually used. Oh, yeah. Steam was, uh, it was so versatile, and yes. it's not used anymore. Yes. And, and it's such a I came up in, I, I, learned, I, I learned greenhouse growing in a steam-powered greenhouse. And, and you think, I mean, and I've learned a wonderful. little about nuclear power. That You know, that it, there's a lot of steam there's a lot in, there. In, involved in that, and, and it's something that it seems that we don't use enough anymore in not place enough. of a fossil fuel, which, again, I'm not against it. There, But it, it, for generations, steam was such a yes. unique – if it can run a locomotive Come on now. and pull I mean, something exactly. with you know, the loads, that you'd think Across it has some Alaska application. in yeah. World War II. Going you know? up mountains. And, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you'd think it has some application today. It, but, it certainly does. But and I'm with you on the – you know, yeah, the. Thinking Something back, about that. Thinking about another way to do these yes. things. And sometimes sometimes we improve when we change, and sometimes we just change. So uh, I do think that there's a lot to be said for steam heat in greenhouses, particularly as we are trying to figure out more ways to do them in a more economic way. You know, our our our, our utilities are efficient, and that's wonderful, but it's the more you use, of course – the larger a factor it is in what you're doing. So making a, figuring out a way to at least do some of it in another fashion, I think, is always, to me, a diverse approach is always going to give me a better result. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> right now, I want to close in my patio. I'm so tired of the cats being all over my furniture. I'm ready for them to have a catio. <laughs> what yeah. are you going to serve out there for them? I, I'm I'm pretty sure that that like we'll stick warm we'll, milk and uh, no no warm milk. I think we'll have to we'll have to stick with whatever it is that's growing. And in this case, it would be cat mint in that area. <laughs> give them, give them Do you that. grow catnip? I have. Can you grow? Yeah, like, oh yeah, in a quantity. You, as long as you don't mind your cat for the rest of its life going to that spot in your garden and laying in it. Right. I grew catnip in a container, and I have I still haven't been able to recover the container. The catnip's been gone for years, but they get accustomed to a space like that and. They just they, that's where can you do that in indoors? Would you? Uh, it's a little harder. It's a little it's a harder. Grass, okay, you know. yeah. it's 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 okay. But what you can do indoors for them is basically seedlings. You you do a, a you get a saucer and you grow three inch tall and then you take it out and do it again. What is that grass you see that they they? Having a little There's, plant that they put in a little pot, and they say it's good for the cats, and they'll yeah, chew on it. They'll, they'll chew on. Sometimes it's alfalfa, and okay. sometimes it's cat mint, and sometimes it's catnip even because it's just a little seedling. Um, it's fun to do, though. I uh, 
Oh, this is the other one. Anyway, I, I'm going to tell you that it was so breezy last night. <laughs> I opened the door to let the cat in. The cat got in before the door closed. I mean, I couldn't even get the door open before the cat shot in the house. That's how cold it was. <laughs> Lots of wind around here. Stick around. This is the Garden Mama Show. I got to be moving out of here. Baby, I got to be moving out of here. I might go out to California. I might go down to Georgia. I might see. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services Hi, this is Fred Johnson, president of Mississippi 811. I'm proud to announce that Bob and Jenny have finally moved into their new house after living in a doghouse for a couple of years. As you may know, that was because Bob decided to pound a sign in their front yard without contacting 811 and hit a gas line. Bob has finally learned his lesson, but if he forgets, I'm sure that Jenny will remind him. Remember, safety is in your hands every dig, every time. Be sure to contact Mississippi 811 at least three Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Apply stop, stop, stop. Go to windowappointmentnow.com for full offer details. Homeowners, it's a new year and time to replace your windows. Feeling too hot or cold? Time to replace. Fog between the glass? Time to replace. Spending too much on expensive energy that literally goes out the window? It's definitely time to replace. And right now, you can now get a free in-home window consultation and free price quote from Renewal by Anderson. With our New Year's sales event, you can save $375 off every window and $700. $75 off every door when you buy four or more units. Just text HOT to 200-300 for your free consultation on top quality affordable windows or patio doors for $0 down, zero monthly payments, and zero interest for a year. That's right. You don't pay a dime for an entire year. Text HOT to 200-300 to save $375 off every window and $775 off every door when you buy four or more units. But hurry, this incredible New Year's offer won't last long. Text HOT to 200-300. Text the word HOT to 200-300. Text HOT to 200-300. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves took the stage in Jackson to discuss the $1.9 billion EV battery production facility that was approved by the legislature during Thursday's special session. The governor said four companies involved, Accelera by Cummins, Daimler Trucks and Buses, Packard, and Eve Energy, will create 2,000 jobs in Marshall County, including an annual $66,000 in average pay. This investment will result in the joint venture locating advanced battery cell production operations in Marshall County. Additionally, they aim to accelerate and localize battery cell production and the battery supply chain in the United States. The company will manufacture battery cells for electric commercial vehicles and industrial applications, creating 2,000 quality manufacturing jobs 
in the process. For more information, visit supertalk.fm. We are advocacy, a century of wins, protecting private property rights, advancing technology, sustaining our land, conserving our natural resources, all to pass on to the next generation. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Getting the Public Employment Retirement System, or PERS, on the path to long-term sustainability is expected to be one of the top issues debated by lawmakers in the current session. Representative Rodney Hall says they need to protect employees that have paid into the system. Uh, you know, we got to make sure that we protect the folks that have, you know, done their part. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of employees that, you know, they, cops, firefighters. Uh, Paid in. Yeah. Uh, they did 20, 25, 30 years, 35 years at times. Uh, and, you know, I, I feel like it would be very disingenuous to, to say, hey, thank you for your service. Uh, we're going to change the, the terms of it. Plans to increase the employer contribution rate would have a huge impact on municipalities. You know, I've heard many different, uh, uh, you know, avenues to kind of address this issue. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to start with a clean slate and continue to uh, work on the issue uh, until we find a solution that's suitable. Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. Basketball action today finds the Vanderbilt Commodores at Mississippi State. 2.30 tip in the Humphrey Coliseum, 2 o'clock airtime this afternoon on the MSU Basketball Network. The Bulldogs come in at 1-3, and 12-5 overall, while Vanderbilt still looking for their first conference win at 0-4, 5-12 and overall. The Ole Miss Rebels are at Auburn tonight, 7.30 tip on the plane, 7 o'clock airtime on the Ole Miss Basketball Network. The Rebels are 2-2, two and 15-2 two, and two overall. Auburn is tied for top in the league at 4-0, 15-2 oh, overall as well. The Southern Miss Golden Eagles improved to 10-8, 4-2 with a win over Arkansas State Wednesday night in the Humphrey Coliseum. The Golden Eagles will stay in the Humphrey Coliseum to take on Troy. This afternoon at 2.30, they owe Troy a little bit because the Trojans beat the Eagles 82-56 back on January 13th. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports, Mississippi. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. 
For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. The NFL playoffs enter the divisional round this weekend. Today, it will be the Houston Texans at Baltimore to play the Ravens, who had the bye in the first round. That will be a 3-30 kick there at Baltimore. And then the Green Bay Packers, fresh from their upset of Dallas, will be at San Francisco, taking on the 49ers, who also had a bye from last week. And that will be a 7-15 kick tonight in San Francisco. And then on Sunday, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be at Detroit to take on the Lions. That's a 2 o'clock kick in Detroit. And the Kansas City Chiefs will travel for the first real road game under Patrick Mahomes. They'll take on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. There will be some snow, but I don't know if this game will get moved like last Saturday's did, or Sunday's rather. But the Kansas City-Buffalo game Sunday will be a 5.30 kick on Sunday evening on CBS. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports, Mississippi. From the trees over your head to the lawn you hate to mow and everything green in between. Garden Mama's here to help you keep on growing. Still the empress of everything green. Here's your horticulture maven, Garden Mama Nellie Neal on Super Talk Mississippi. Love it. We've got ham radio coming in on our text line now. <laughs> this is a great day, y'all. Come I'm on. I'm telling you, I was I saw that event, the ham fest. Fun stuff. On at the at fairgrounds. The, at the fair and I'm grounds. sitting there with my mouth's watering and I finally know. I had a minute to click. You had it. to figure that out. No biscuits like, were involved. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about it. My ham neighbor's radio. dad had one and he, he would crank it up. Crank it up. He was a GE guy and they had moved in from like Wilmington and um, they had he had, had a one installed on the back of the house, and when he'd crank it up, that thing would go way, way up, up there. Yeah, but he yeah. was a ham guy, and he loved them. One of the uh, best ways to get your mother to let you stay out late was to be over at the guy that did ham radio in the neighborhood when I was a kid, because that was a lot. A lot of that was at night, because you were trying to catch the weather and catch the the atmosphere mm-hmm. in the right place to be able to bounce signals from here to there and over all over the place. Fascinating stuff. If uh, if if you if if you want to imagine how people wanted to talk across the world and just it, everything from terrible disasters and people need to talk to somebody and get some help all the way to how's your mama ham radio's got all of it yeah, we didn't have texting we didn't have any of that stuff which was really really and truly a shame but at the same time because there was ham radio people could communicate in places that they could not otherwise well paul has a theory that we as we've gotten more dependent upon Google yes. and, and the accessibility, everything right at your fingertips, which there's many obvious benefits to that, that, but we're also getting dumber because we don't think we can just go find it. And it may take a day or two back in the old days for us to go, oh, yeah, that. But we were using our brains more. And so he, he thinks maybe that has something to do with the, you know, some of the, the things we're having issues with. I, I, I will say that discernment is not necessarily our strong suit right now. <laughs> okay. Sadly, there's a study out that I did not 
bring with me because it made me too sad, that says that if you go to try to find out if something is true on the Internet, you're more likely to come out believing what's not true. Oh, sure, yeah. And so if you don't understand that in your own personal algorithm, you know, in your own world, you don't get that, that there's ways to tell what's right and what's true, then it's a mess. But, but. I'm going to tell you that I would love to have that argument with him because I think I really do think that I'm a lot smarter than I would be if Mm -hmm. I did not have access to all this information. I think there are a lot of people who, quite frankly, have been waiting for decades to be able to go to the Mm -hmm. library without ever leaving their house. Well, I think it's case sensitive, definitely. look it up. Well, and and especially as we age, just being able to – I think the – you see all of the technology that's come out for like brain games and help and those things that are accessible to, mm-hmm, from your phone. Mm-hmm. And that's stuff that we probably need to do more of is thinking and processing. It's the old kind of Rubik's Cube, making your mind work. Yeah, uh, that makes me my head hurt to think about. <laughs> yes. yes. I could never solve it, but it no. was fun to try. Those of you who can do that, I'm very pleased and I enjoy watching it mm-hmm. greatly. But, woo, that's hard yeah, for me. Tough. I would always take this, you know, take it apart. Well, of course you did. Of course you did. Man, I can't figure this thing out. It's it's like the people who are easily able to play music with two hands, piano Mm -hmm. and guitar people, and other and other people who don't do that so readily. Um, It's it's a it's a skill that I think you can develop, but I think if you're not wired that way, it's real hard to Mm -hmm. do that. Really, very very hard. I can use my left side very well. I've practiced it a lot. I've learned to play music a little later, and and it's helped to make Mm -hmm. the left side more functioning. And as somebody that was an athlete, always like to throw the ball left-handed, swing left-handed, you know, do things left-handed mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Uh, try to even it out. Sure. Because you, you don't use sides. it. Yeah, it yeah. just doesn't work out. Yeah. But it, it, I can say uh, learning to play guitar really helped my left and right work better together, I think. I'm because, sure. Yeah, there's a lot of coordination there that you don't get in a lot of other things at the precision mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the timing. And, and, and of course, the, going back and forth, um, I tend to be – I'm, I'm from the generation of people that – were people they considered left-handed to be somehow wrong. Yeah. Okay. And so since I picked up a pencil with my left hand first, I was made to sit on my left hand and learn to write with my right hand. I did not know to rebel at that time. <laughs> I was five years old. Okay. <laughs> so there are a lot of people that had this experience. But the result is that I can still do everything with my left hand except use scissors. Yeah, and the scissors I, I, don't and, work And the scissors are really yeah. hard left-handed. I can't get that I need to work a, at all. It's like Jerry Garcia would sing, you know, all we need now is a left-handed monkey wrench. Right, uh, exactly. And, and I need a pair yes, of left-handed, left-handed scissors, scissors so I can cut my beard better. Because <laughs> I mean, right-handedness, it's dominant. It and is very dominant. When you flip dominant. over the little beard it's very scissors, dominant. they don't work right. That and it's, it's – see, I just come from that world that says – you know, God doesn't make mistakes. So why is left-handedness such a deal? I don't. Mm. I don't. I mean, I realize. I know why. I mean, there's all kind of lore and legend and cultural stuff around it. But I just remember having to sit on my left hand and not being. I still kick left-footed. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still left-dominant, except for that. It's just really. Well, it's kind. funny because in baseball, that that is a. Luxury to yeah, have left-handedness, yeah. ambidextrousness, and then in football, that's it's a negative uh, in many cases to have a left-handed quarterback because systems are built around the right hand. Yeah, everything yeah. goes the so other. So you way. want everything to yeah, work kind of together true. in baseball. You, you need the divergence, so it's uh, it creates uh, you know some some difficulty out there. It, it's really amazing how our brain organizes itself around these things. Um, there's a, there's a brand new study about how neurons connect to each other. 
I remember when it, it, it was a great revelation to me because I did not study a great deal of anatomy when I discovered that there were actually things in your brain that crossed the barrier and, and you, your brain worked on both sides together. And that's the same thing as we're talking about here in the left and right business. If it's not coordinated in your brain, you do end up, for example, if you don't, if you, if you lack that particular facility in the first place or if you have a stroke or something and it is it's disrupted, you don't know what it is until you're missing it. But everyone else kind of takes it for granted. This uh, new study from physicists and neuroscientists at the University of Chicago was talking about the connectivity of our neurons, which is an even more basic level than we've really understood in our heads about how networking and self-organization work. It actually doesn't come down to me or you or individual organisms, so to speak. It actually comes out to more general principles. We don't make up how our neurons connect to each other as individuals. I'm glad to know that but because it, it makes so much more sense. But it has an awful lot to do publishing in Nature Physics, talking about this variety of organisms and hoping that it can be applied in the same way to social interactions as it is in our brains. And since they're using the language of social interaction to describe all of this, it makes much sense. It it makes a great deal of sense to me that that could work out like that. There's a... (laughs) Well, you're right. And and that is another... See, that's another one of my word things. How come a left-handed person is southpaw, but a right-handed person is not a northpaw? What does that mean? How do we how do we get there? You know, where does South Park? I'm going to go dig that one up. <laughs> See, I'm always curious See, about that. A little Googleness over yeah. here. We got to do a little thing. Um, See, that's where it helps out. Is when sure you, it does. you just don't know sure the it answer. It's not in your head somewhere that you can pry it out with time and hard thinking and no. smoke coming out the ears. It's just no. not there. I mean, I, I don't. That's I, an answer I, learned, I don't know. I learned colors in Spanish when I was. 12. Okay, so some of that is still in there. But in terms of asking for directions in Spanish, I'm glad there's Google Translator because I don't I don't have all that anymore. I okay, did, here, here, this is as close as I can get quickly. Okay. Supposedly, late 19th century ballparks were laid out so that the pitcher looked in a westerly fashion when facing oh. the batter. The throwing arm of a left-handed pitcher would then be to the south, hence the name uh-huh. Southpaw. Uh-huh. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Well, and that's they're not all oriented that way anymore and I do not yeah. know that there's controversy around how parks are are oriented. No, um, yeah, they used to be. One of the craziest things that I've ever personally witnessed was the sun changed mm. on a ball field because you you can't see over here. Well, the to shadows over there the because shadows the shadows are, are so man. dense and when they're so sharp, how do you pitch? As a pitcher, you <laughs> love it. As a hitter, you hate it because it's uh, the the bright white ball going into a dark yeah. quickly. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a light switches on and off. It makes a huge difference at 90-plus miles an hour, uh, and it does at 70. A curveball, anything that moves, it just – as a pitcher, you're going, yes, I get to pitch with the shadows mm-hmm. today. You mm-hmm. can dominate guys. That's interesting. It's, it's similar to when the wind's blowing hard in your face. You get a lot more run and sink on any pitch, your yeah, fastball. Sure, your, sure. You know, so physics takes over a lot more when you have the drag. When you hate pitching with the wind at your back sometimes because nothing really breaks. Right, it, it's going to just—it's overpowered by the wind. Right, at that point. especially if it's yeah. a gusty yeah. uh, or, or steady, I should say. Now, gusty wind, yes, one thing, but again, you, you'd think 
that that you would want the wind blowing behind you hard to keep the ball in the park easier. But it makes pitching uh, getting the yeah, movement how, you seek because you have to fight with the wind. That's right. right. Instead, instead of only fighting with your arm and everything yeah. else, you all know? the nuances that you deal with. See, your brain has to organize itself around. Oh, and all you that process stuff. that. It, it's yeah. uh, you, on the mound out there as a hitter. That's the thing. I think you process so quickly data so quickly. You know whether it's left and right handedness. You've got to process very quick. And, and move fast. It looks yeah, like a slow yeah. sport. It is to watch, but to play it, it moves much quicker at ground level, especially with that ball moving. It's kind of like hockey. You know, there's a lot of moving and shaking, and all of a sudden that puck, it's, just, it's gone. All You're, of a sudden, go? and, and could you see it is yeah, the, is the next it, question. Right. I'm always reminded of the way that things look. We we talk about walking through the garden every day so that we can observe how things have changed and whether there's a bug over here or whether there's a thing over there. And I really understand that people who play sports do the same thing in an, in an, a little bit different way, but that paying attention to the conditions and knowing exactly how it's going to work out, I can tell from what you have told me now that it was a really bright, sunny day when Reggie Jackson hit the record numbers of home runs in the World Series and, you know, Mr. October and all that stuff because he, even he said the ball got to be as big around as a balloon coming toward him. Your brain is doing that. Mm -hmm. Your brain adjusts to that. Um, I had somebody send me a picture this week. I couldn't see anything in it. She said, I promise you, I see the daffodils coming up. I couldn't see anything. She could see it because she was right there on top of it. Well, there was a, I I did a little bit of a study uh, in that line of thinking there with how your brain adapts. And uh, one, a coach had given me a, um, an old jugs machine that I could turn it up to about a hundred miles, 98, a hundred miles an hour. Mm -hmm. I've coached a good bit. But I would set it up at about 50 feet, and so at 9,500 miles an hour at 50 feet is well over 100 miles mm-hmm, an hour mm-hmm. from a 60 foot if you move it up. So we would take uh, I'd take a hitter that was having a hard time, and basically I'd say, okay, the first thing we got to do is break down the way your brain thinks. You, you're thinking too much. you got to see it and <laughs> yeah, react. Yeah. So you turn that thing on about 100 and move it up, and it would be about 115 miles an hour. And they'd stand there and say, look, don't try to swing. Just try to follow the ball Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. out of the machine into the net. Follow it. I love that. And you'd do that for about 30 minutes. Nobody ever did that for me. And about 30 (laughs) minutes in, after about 30 minutes of them watching, going, okay, now I'm kind of seeing the ball. Now let's try to hit it. Yeah. And then you'd start. So they'd swing through it a lot. But after a while, you know, your mind slows everything down. But it takes a lot of repetition you know, it, it to do so that, true. but your brain will slow things down. It just takes your eyes and your brain and, and, and your coordination all got to sync it up and pull it together. But after a little while, you'll be so surprised that even a 40 or 50 year old, I'd put it, the coaches and I would do it too. And they'd be, I mean, they would look crazy trying to hit it at the beginning. And mm-hmm, then once you took mm-hmm, your time and mm-hmm. let your brain settle and let your eyes relax and let everything come together, it's amazing what you can do with the right preparation, the right attitude, the right uh, perspective. Are you on telling things. me again that I need to be patient? No, I don't know. I need to I, develop I, my patience. I'm not the best at being patient, <laughs> but I can tell you that. When but that's you what do, that takes. Yeah, but that does. It takes. In order to focus for that length of time, right. you know. You have this. I we, think we of all, a 10 year old kid, yeah. you know, and you're telling him, he's going, who is this guy and why is he saying this? Because he knows what he's talking about, pay attention. And that, that's the other piece of all of that. I had some, I literally, I know she'll send me another picture tomorrow and I'll be able to see the daffodils, mm-hmm. you know, because they'll be this much taller and I'll also be able to look that much harder. Well, and that, that info to me came from Sir Isaac Newton Optics, the book. Mm-hmm. I had read it mm-hmm. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And as you perceive things and, and the eyes will function, they're a computer, but you got to give them time and the brain to work. And, and sometimes we're just impatient. 
and we want to swing now. We, you know, but oh, you, sure. you got to get, you got to let things kind of settle. And, and so it taught me a lesson about patience and, and the natural order. You just got to sometimes doing nothing and being patient seems like it's, uh, it's bad. But in many cases, no. you got to let your brain the, reset. The waiting a bit. game is mm-hmm. not the easiest one to play. And in, in, in the first hour today, I talked about the, mm-hmm. all the emails that have come to me about, can I cut that thing uh, back? Oh, can I, gotta, can gotta I got to go chop now. it down? I don't want to look, you know. No, the answer is not right this minute. And because it is the most important message of today, it is, in fact, be a little bit patient. There may be things that are dead, yes. And you can certainly go out and do a little bark scratching, you know, take the top off with your thumbnail and figure out whether or not it's going to be alive under there. But even so, I don't want you to go cutting off the part that's dead right now simply because there's a lot of conditions coming up that will allow new growth to try to start if it is stimulated by pruning. If that comes out and then we get typical February weather where we have, go into the ice box for a few days, then that growth gets cut back and then you have to turn around and prune again. So just don't do that. Let it wait. And obviously that the bottom line of all of it is if you think that a big tree is dead and it's going to fall on your house, the, all these rules are different. Okay, hazards are, are a different thing. But when it comes to the average plants in your house, in your in your garden, in, in whether it's up by your foundation plantings or whether it's something where else in the landscape, this is not the time to go out and randomly start pruning, except for ornamental grasses, figs, and wisteria and muscadines. All of our January pruning needs still needs to get done at some point, and I think that this week may be the week to do it dodging in between some showers and one thing and and another. But if you are looking at just classic foundation shrubs and the trees in your yard, this is not the time to start doing a bunch of pruning on them, in my not-so-humble opinion. (laughs) I've seen too many people have to come back around and prune the second time. And then then you've really set things back, especially if it's things that are supposed to bloom. We would rather let them go ahead and grow up a little bit, try and get some flowers on them, and then do the pruning. Even if it's heavy pruning down the way, it's better done at that point for them. Okay? Okay. I'm really happy to tell you that those of us who um, sometimes, you know, sometimes stuff, you've, you've said stuff and you've done stuff and you've believed stuff and you didn't have any real reason to believe it, but... For a million years, I have been, I have understood, I should say, I was not taught, I have understood that our human diets are not exactly perfect for what our bodies would like. And many of us have taken a multivitamin or some sort of vitamins in one thing and another to help supplement that. You're not supposed to live on vitamins. I know people who've tried that. It didn't work so well. But we have yet another study, the third major study, letting us know that, in fact, daily multivitamin supplements can help us slow up the aging process in terms of our memory. I don't think I'm a good rememberer because I've taken multivitamins my whole life, but I don't think it hurt either. What do you think? I think tacos (laughs) help, too. (laughs) Well, okay, we'll do that. We'll be back.
Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. Superior. It's more than a name. It's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality U.S. farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant, your family reunion, or on your dinner table. Hey, this is Steve Azar, and I want to let you know that with Superior Catfish, you know the next bite is as good as the first, time after time. Made possible by your friends and neighbors here in Mississippi. Remember, there's catfish, then there is Superior Catfish. Progressive knows we're all trying to save right now. Hey, at least we're still enjoying baseball on a Saturday night, right? Even if it is T-ball. Yeah, but tickets to the majors are just so expensive now. And who knows, maybe we're seeing a pro in the making. Sure, in like 20 years. How is he safe? Boo! This up stinks! Um, the ump is only 14. We don't really do that. Oh, my bad. You're doing a great job, ump! Progressive offers you savings without sacrifice. So save big when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Messaging data rates may apply. Apply stop, opt out. Go to windowappointmentnow.com for full offer details. Homeowners, it's a new year and time to replace your windows. Feeling too hot or cold? Time to replace. Fog between the glass? Time to replace. Spending too much on expensive energy that literally goes out the window? It's definitely time to replace. And right now, you can now get a free in-home window consultation and free price quote from Renewal by Anderson. With our New Year's sales event, you can save $375 off every window and $700. $175 off every door when you buy four or more units. Just text HOT to 200 for your free consultation on top quality affordable windows or patio doors for $0 down, zero monthly payments, and zero interest for a year. That's right. You don't pay a dime for an entire year. Text HOT to 200 to save $375 off every window and $775 off every door when you buy four or more units. But hurry, this incredible New Year's offer won't last long. Text HOT to 200 Text the word HOT to 200 Text HOT to 200 Gallo here for Baroni's Tree Pros. My friends at Baroni's Tree Pros put customer satisfaction as the only way to leave a job. Nothing less than the best service you'll find in the industry on tree removal, tree pruning, stump grinding, debris cleanup. You got questions? Baroni's Tree Pros will give you a plan, time frame, and budget that's perfect for you. Free estimate at 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. Or it's online at baroniestreepros.com. This is Jack Hoffman. 
For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Sometimes the uh, oldest advice can be the bestest advice. I had a mentor in my career named Jim Wilson, and Jim Wilson was the PBS Victory Garden host. He's also a native son of the fair state of Mississippi, and he's one of those people that you couldn't you couldn't go to dinner with Jim, you couldn't dance with Jim, you couldn't walk in into a meeting where he was presenting a program without coming out being smarter. And that's that's not easy, you know. He he did one of the things that uh, that I've always hoped everybody would do, and that is to look around at gardens and appreciate them and figure out how you can make yours better. His his books are renowned all around the world. Look look around for Jim Wilson's books on various and sundry garden subjects, particularly different groups of plants and how well they grow in the southern part of the world, part of the United States. Um, I love the fact that he wrote for us back in the loose dirt days. He took loose dirt at, you know, because that, that is what we all want, right? We, we we understand that dirt is not soil, that, you know, soil is actually what dirt is after we've improved it a little bit or we have perhaps managed it a little bit, even if we didn't do too much improvement. But he, he starts his uh, story that he wrote for us back in that day by saying, the worst dirt I ever saw in my life was in Jackson, Mississippi. I have held on to this. I don't get words tattooed on my body, but I think I would if I I would use these if I did. As he says, it was stubborn as a tired mule, weedy as an abandoned pig pen, as sticky in spots as silly putty, but in others as hard as a landlord's heart. <laughs> now, that's humor and that's brilliant writing, and it also tells you very much what it is like to garden on top of Yazoo Clay, which is where I live. There are ways to improve the soil and when i talk to you about things that are best done in winter this is one of them as long as you can dig into the soil and the soil the the, the soil that comes up on your shovel doesn't stick to it you can turn it and if you can turn it you can add organic matter to it now yes if you are a person who gardens and believes and wants to do a the layered garden where we we call it no-till I'm I'm for that, but in Yazoo clay, we got to break it up a little bit first, or else the entire bed will be on top of the clay, and then the clay will ultimately become a sink underneath it and hold too much water. 
This is not me making this up. Okay, so I don't till very much at my property, but I did 20 years ago when I built the beds. And at that point, till it all once and come back in with, in in the case of heavy-duty Yazoo clay, that is absolutely going to slap together and then it's going to stay dry and never get wet again if it's left alone, then you really do need to understand that we're putting in organic matter to help change the size of the particle mass inside that mess, inside that dirt. And the dirt... For dirt to become soil that can grow something, then we end up needing to add on the organic matters. That's where I talk to you all the time about choosing the organic matters and having them be different one from the other. The reason for that is because you don't want to just all, you don't want to go, for example, we talked last week here about the troubles in the peat moss world because peat moss has dried out through the droughts in Europe and, and even in Canada with the wildfires and whatnot. Things have dried out. It's really hard to re-wet peat once it gets dry. And therefore, if you are putting in peat and Yazoo clay and we have a drought, it's going to get dry and hard and you might as well build a road on top of it. But as one element, peat moss is excellent if that's your choice. I prefer, I prefer smaller, I prefer a smaller investment in more different sorts of properties. For example, uh, ground bark. Really, really ground bark called soil condition or maybe even well-composted gin trash, certainly well-composted leaves, that kind of stuff, and a manure, one sort or another of manure. All those things can work together to, to loosen that dirt and allow you to grow things in it for, as I say, 20 years. Yes, I do come in with... A little organic matter top dressing. All of my mulches are organic, and when they begin to rot, of course, they get dug into the top part of the soil. But I have not done any excavating-type tilling. There are places where I understand because of weed problems and because of other situations, it's better for them if they're going to, for example, grow cut flowers. It's better for them to go ahead and till those rows each year add a little bit to them in terms of organic matter and then plant because those plants are going to take so much out of the soil that it needs to be replenished every year. Fortunately, most of the things I grow are not like that, or I can feed them from the top. And that that really does make a big bit of difference. Another piece of that puzzle, of course, are the earthworms. And um, I don't I don't feed I don't have a worm thing myself. I don't feed worms. But I do know the folks at Wormworks, and I'm telling you, you need to know the folks that, that do earthworm castings in your neighborhood, too, because that's really a, a, something that your garden can benefit from. And there are more people than you can imagine that that do grow earthworms, that do produce earthworm castings, and would be more than happy to sell you some. So get get that look around in your area and find a good source of these organic materials, and by all means, put them to work. Of course... When, um, when worms eat the organic matters, they are in turn doing the tilling for us. And you might do a little bit to encourage them, but the overuse of synthetic nitrogen actually causes them to go someplace else. It's not, it, it's not healthy for them. And indeed, if you do that heavy-duty tilling every year, the earthworms kind of have to regroup every year. So that's another reason not to. It's because you want the worms to do some of that work for you. If you're in, if you are determined and if you have a decent soil at the bottom and you want to do no-till gardening, by all means, 
layer the stuff on there. Some people will even do it as an on-site composting kind of thing. You can put down green materials and brown materials and green materials and brown materials and then a little more brown material and work it all, let it all rot into itself, and that forms a no-till garden bed. You can grow just about anything there. Sometimes we do need to do a soil test when we make these sort of unusual beds. What I have found is that my process tends to create a bed that is a little bit on the acid side, so it's great for camellias, but not so terrific for asparagus. So you may need to do a little soil testing to find out which thing is going to be the best for you to use. Okay? Okay. Ooh, I got a question. Do y'all keep secrets? Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Hmm. When you when you want to go, when you go to a job interview, do you say too much? Or, or, or is somebody asking you to say more than you want to say? Hmm. I see you have a thought, sir. <laughs> well, when you said the job interview part, that was funny because we had a, a story earlier in the week or last week about um, the millennials and that, that how hard it was for them to get jobs because, like, one out of four brought their parents with them. And, uh, and then, like, one out of or two or three out of uh, four didn't know when to shut up. And, you know, it was just like they have no filter. They have they've not been trained. They've not been trained. So I mean back to the point, do yeah. you have secrets? I think everyone has something that they're not gonna share one hundred percent with every you know, right. you, you, you have a version it, of the it, truth. It is probably. a given that everybody's yeah. got something that they don't tell mm-hmm. because they're afraid of being judged harshly. Sure, right. And you want people but, to think positively about you and you don't want to come out of the off the top rope with negatives. But those things are not actually true. Not now. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I've, I've never stolen a car. Okay, I'm not going to tell you that I stole a car and have you try to get you to think better of me because I did that. I'm not talking about that sort of stuff. But in terms of hurting your feelings or the reason why you don't have a job anymore, the reason why you this or that moved from across the country or whatever those things are in your life that you don't want to talk about, if you do talk about them. In a way that you, if you can find a way that you can talk about them, people actually don't judge you as harshly. Indeed, in terms of this, this study at UT Austin, they, people will actually feel more in comradeship with you. For example, if a leader reaches out and asks you questions about yourself, you may feel pinned. You may feel like, oh my goodness, they're trying to find out everything about me so they can find my vulnerabilities. But if that same person who's the leader turns about, and tells you a, a story about their own life, then it's a, it's an exchange and it builds trust. So that's why we're we're encouraged in this particular study to tell the truth as we are comfortable telling it. All right, you you, you may say I, I had an encounter with a mailbox and a cherry bomb. You know, <laughs> I'll tell you that, but I won't tell you the guy's name that was driving the car because I don't want you know. There there's just there's pieces of your own life that you think people will judge you harshly about that they may not. And I, I think that's important for all of us to know. We tend to see, for example, on social media, you only see, well, aren't you stupid? You know, that kind of th- I, I don't because I screen those people out. <laughs> I'm more of an actions person. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'd like to see action as the as the defining factor rather than what we say. I mean, I, I can judge somebody by throwing garbage out of their car onto a road. You know, those, those, you, you get a lot well, yeah, by, that tells that me more tells than I want to know That's action. Sometimes. Somebody can say, well, I don't ever do that. But when you see people do it and you go, well, I bet that person says they never do it. And the, the, so, the classic one in my generation is, oh, I don't watch television. Right. You know? yeah, come on. 
and then they tell you about you know murder she wrote or something yeah. you know and whatever. But but we all there there are those kind of reflexive. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't do that, and mm-hmm. I'm afraid you'll think less of me yeah. if I say you know that I do this or that. I, honesty actually feels good. Mm-hmm. I have been taught and have always found to be true that if I don't lie, I don't have to remember what I said. It's not much of a twisted web. <laughs> no. <laughs> and if you don't know, you just say, I don't know. I think that's what I learned a yeah. lot in finance, too, is when you, there's so many things that you have to be on top of mm-hmm. that it's mm-hmm. you know almost impossible to know everything all the time and showing your humanity. And when a client or a customer or someone asks you a question and you don't know the answer, uh, I always learn to say, look, I don't know the don't answer know. to that, but out. I'm going to, I'll yeah. go find out. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's really out. served me well in this job too, because there's a lot of things I don't know and it helps to be honest, I think, and, and it makes you more motivated to go learn mm-hmm, rather than mm-hmm. resting on a pedestal or a laurel that isn't real. If you ever really think that you know everything, mm-hmm. you've you've already fallen off the edge because <laughs> no one knows everything. And, and thinking so is just a way of insulating yourself from reality. That's not good. That's not good. We all need to learn something new every day. There's a, I'm going to teach you something now because I read this three different times and thought, this study, this study presumes so much that I know so much and I don't. It's, they found a new way to be able to get the fibrous cells in fruiting mushroom bodies. That would be those mycelial fibers. They have found a way of getting them out of the, the mushroom in a more sustainable way that is actually better than the way that they were doing it before in terms of how long it lasts and how much volume it produces. Because they make leather out of it? Well, obviously, it's faux leather. It's not animal hide. How did I not know that? This whole story goes on. to The, 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 the research and stuff tells me all about how they did this, and it's a fascinating process, you know. But what in the world are we doing making leather-type fabric out of mushrooms? I don't understand. I didn't. I missed a part in here somewhere. It's edible. Well, I don't know. Can I walk up and eat your purse? I mean, come on. I don't want that. But, my, but my, the, my, the mycelial eat. fibers, the mycelial pulp from fruiting mushroom bodies, and then they bleach them in sunlight. You know how complicated this is? I, I mean, I'm not saying it would be easier to just go get the animal, but I realize that there are, unfortunately, even with mushrooms, there's a lot of waste. And one of the ways that they're trying to figure out what to do with it is by turning it into other things. And in this case... The myceliums from the fruiting body have proteins and chitin and polysaccharides, which is actually really good for soundproofing. So you may end up with mushroom materials in your recording studio. You won't know that because it's just the stuff that they've put into the baffle. But it, it's an interesting notion that we're going to make faux leather and because they can be formed so readily. Are baseballs next? I mean, come on. What, what, yeah, what's the possibilities there? <laughs> Can we do that? I don't know. I like it. I think it's really interesting, though. But the story tells me all about this process and never tells me who figured out how to do this, where I can find these faux leather things made out of mushrooms, and do I need to start a new business? Is there a lot of profit to be made in this? I don't know. Interestingly enough, though, somebody will find out and they'll tell me, and I'll learn something more on that particular day. 
I'm really happy to tell you that there are an awful lot of bits and pieces in the garden that we can take care of this week. I know it sounds like I'm saying the same thing again. It's because I am. When we have things that really need to be done, this is the time to do them. If you have not, for example, pre-emerged your lawn and you have a weed problem that is a big deal in May and June, this is the time to do that. On the other hand, if you have lespedezas coming up or you have clover coming up or you have other things coming up as this, as the rain comes in this week and you see all of that, you, you'll figure out that some of that stuff's good for the bees. And some of it, you may have to do some physical removal. It's going to turn out that how much of your lawn is damaged may relate to what kind of conditions are going on under the soil. Think about that. And think about this. Say good morning to Pete. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Fred Johnson, president of Mississippi 811. I'm proud to announce that Bob and Jenny have finally moved into their new house after living in a doghouse for a couple of years. As you may know, that was because Bob decided to pound a sign in their front yard without contacting 811 and hit a gas line. Bob has finally learned his lesson, but if he forgets, I'm sure that Jenny will remind him. Remember, safety is in your hands every dig, every time. Be sure to contact Mississippi 811 at least three working days before you dig. We have one voice, the voice of agriculture. We have one job, growing the products you need every day. We have one mission, fighting for agriculture and rural Mississippi. We have you in mind, caring for your private property rights. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Apply. Stop. Opt out. Go to windowappointmentnow.com for full offer details. Homeowners, it's a new year and time to replace your windows. Feeling too hot or cold? Time to replace. Fog between the glass? Time to replace. Spending too much on expensive energy that literally goes out the window? It's definitely time to replace. And right now, you can now get a free in-home window consultation and free price quote from Renewal by Anderson. With our New Year's sales event, you can save $375 off every window and $700. $175 off every door when you buy four or more units. Just text HOT to 200 for your free consultation on top quality affordable windows or patio doors for $0 down, zero monthly payments, and zero interest for a year. That's right. You don't pay a dime for an entire year. Text HOT to 200 to save $375 off every window and $775 off every door when you buy four or more units. But hurry, this incredible New Year's offer won't last long. Text HOT to 200 Text the word HOT to 200 Text HOT to 200 
Gallo here for Baroni's Tree Pros. My friends at Baroni's Tree Pros put customer satisfaction as the only way to leave a job. Nothing less than the best service you'll find in the industry on tree removal, tree pruning, stump grinding, debris cleanup. You got questions? Baroni's Tree Pros will give you a plan, time frame, and budget that's perfect for you. Free estimate at 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. Or it's online at baroniestreepros.com. You're going to feel a puff of air. Chong's Optometry oh. has set their sights on staffing up. Try the next line. Hey, Kim, can you tell our 2 o'clock we're running 15 behind? Sorry, we're a bit backed up today. He needs an optometric now, technician to keep an eye on it all. Where are the dilation drops? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. If you're looking to move out of your parents' place, you could really cut expenses by bundling your current renter's insurance with Progressive, which is good because your little brother has gotten really territorial. You're blood-related. You'd think it would be fine to share food in the fridge. I mean, who writes their name on every individually wrapped slice of cheese, Tyler? Still, you've got to admire the commitment. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and use the savings to help you move out and have all the cheese you want. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Not available in all states. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? things that happens in this crazy world of ours is that the things you hear and the stuff that people mythologize to you sometimes turn out to be true. Why did we go to the moon? There are people who will tell you it was simply so we could study the rocks. Yep, that's right. Why have we not been back? Well, because we found out things we didn't want to know about the rocks and other stuff. But our latest discoveries, though, the University of Munster has discovered anomalous rocks the size of a meter, okay, that's a little bit more than a yard long, okay, on the lunar surface, they're covered with dust with magnetic anomalies. Holy moly, this is different. <laughs> this is real different from what they found before. And because of that, I, there's a whole lot of work being made to take us back to the moon for other reasons, different countries, different points of view. I think we got to study this dust myself. Well, that and Munster makes a mean cheese. So. <laughs> you know, I, I have had Munster cheese, and I liked it. Today's National Cheese Day, y'all. Come right. on. My favorite I'm, is Munster. I, I I'm it. wishing for some Roquefort myself. Oh, but nice. I, but that's another story. The, one of my favorite <laughs> National Cheese Day uh, little things, uh, take take about eight Ritz crackers, put them on a 
uh, paper plate and okay. put Munster cheese on it and then cook it in the microwave until it's just about, you know, not fried, but oh, <laughs> you man. still want to be able to recognize Sprinkle it. Sprinkle right? a little cayenne pepper on it. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's a, if you had a fresh tomato or something, you know, that, that's really good. Uh, that would make not, it don't throw it in the that microwave. That would make it a little classy. Yeah, put it, put it yeah. on top. <laughs> put oh, it on the melted man. cheese. Munster's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got such a grease component. So I trust these folks are going to figure it out. They've got. I, the I best feel genes. confident. They've got. They're on their way. And magnetic anomalies. That's how about that's pretty that? Cool, I it? like it because we, one of the things that we have always heard, of course, is that the, the 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 conspiracy theories about what's going on on the moon and whether there's the dark side and whether there's all of these other things have not had any real next piece of understanding. But if we can get to magnetic anomalies, then maybe we have somewhere to go because we also have a story, some work that's been done just recently, that we're looking at the magnetic fluctuations across the galaxies to tell us where things have actually, what what things are older than others because the magnetism changes. Well, I don't know. I mean, the first time anybody ever showed me that two magnets could attract to each other and then turn them the other way and, and they repel, I thought I had figured out the secret of the universe. Well, exactly. And, and, <laughs> and it may turn out that that's true. When you got the maglev trains and those things. That, yes. and, and to me, that's where I know we, we get hung up on fossil fuels and, and we get hung up on making batteries and solar and wind. But it seems to me the Earth puts out quite a bit of natural energy and magnetism. I mean, all of these I think things. Tesla yeah. kind of had it figured out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, But you know, I, I do believe that mag, you know, maglev and, and magnetism and being able to reverse polarity is probably the future of transportation in some way Certainly. rather than burning something or consuming something just using the earth well it's more sustainable it is and, mm-hmm. and we don't we don't see any lack of continuing magnetism from the earth because that's what we're made of yeah. and, and how much way. stuff on star wars has actually happened that, that we've seen in those in, in the terrible little hovercraft car that's what that is yeah. it's a maglev yeah. and, and and it scoots absolutely so those types of things and maybe they're way off but that is definitely the more sustainable route out that allows us to i mean because here in this country we're about to start i think uh, producing and looking for the raw earth materials that strip mining if you look at mm-hmm, what it requires mm-hmm. to make batteries and again i'm not an anti-battery it, but it no. is not a clean a transaction so to speak it is not sustainable it's in difficult. the long run yeah it's very difficult, difficult. there and, and because the technology continues to change mm-hmm. it does get better oh yeah of course yes you know we're moving towards well a, and you a more, think like with oil if you would it, it, the worry i have with these types of things is that you have uh, extremely wealthy corporations that see the value of not allowing uh, or disallowing the type of um, innovation to come. We've seen it in the oil industry where the oil companies make a lot of money. Then they go buy out all the efficient you know, engines well, and, and say, well, and, we're not letting and, that run. And for more, for, for more information, <laughs> this, pe- this particular week we celebrated, quote, unquote, celebrated the first electric wiring of a city. Mm-hmm. But it was done oh, uh, uh, with wires by Thomas Edison when it could have been done underground by Tesla. Exactly. There had been better, you know, arrangements at the time. Well, you got to make money off of it. But there was no money to be made mm-hmm. off the other system. And again, I'm not anti-making money. It's no, just no, a matter no. of it's just where how innovation we, we happens. need to lift yeah. the whole thing mm-hmm. as opposed to there being a, a peak over here right. that's different from the peak over there. And maybe the, the magnetism and the uh, the type of uh, things that you'll be finding on the moon as we get back that that may allow. Uh, the type of technology to hurt. start it developing. It gives us greater understanding about our own selves mm-hmm. because that is where we come from. Because I'm like, yeah. magnets are fascinating. Yes. I mean, really, yes. and the most fun is turning them on the opposite and, and trying to squish them together. Like, you know, the, well, that, that force is so strong. It, and and it, it really will change the way you see 
things mm-hmm. when, once you have played with that. So if you haven't already done that in your life, by all means, get out and get and some And I don't think in relationship, if nature has anything to do with it, opposites don't attract Okay, look at a magnet. <laughs> you, 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 there might be some. How uh, did I know we were going to yeah, end that, up that's here? Not, that, that is not the way to roll. Uh, opposites uh, do not attract. In nature, they do not. But, but they do in for a while. Ways, yeah, I mean, you, you can, yeah, right. right. You know, there is everything in perspective, right? Everything in everything perspective. perspective. Got to learn from that other side so you understand what it is that's actually attractive. Exactly. That's very true. That's very true. Now, I've got, I have one thing to leave you today, and I promised I is was going to do Is it Max Planck? It is not Max no. Planck. I'm oh, sorry, on. Mac, but they didn't come for us today. Stockholm University, though, have you ever t- do you ever find yourself on the cleaning a floor in a restaurant, or maybe just crawling around on the floor looking for your children, or maybe doing it yourself for some other reason, and you discover that there's all this gum stuck to the undersides of tables? Do you know that people actually did that for a long time? I don't think they do it anymore. I hope they don't, but they did that for a long time because they thought, well, nothing's going to happen. It's just going to stay there. Turns out they were right. It does just stay there. Ancient gum. The west coast of Scandinavia, 10,000 years ago, we still have the chewing gum. And we now have the DNA from the chewing gum. And we can tell you that they ate deer, they ate trout, and they ate hazelnuts. And there was no fluoride or toothpaste. <laughs> and there was none no. of that. So they all chewed whatever this, I mean, chicle, so I presume is what they were actually chewing. But I just love this. It, it it's really just crazy that that they've got this campsite from ten thousand years ago, and there's even the chewing gum to tell them what they what they had been eating. Maybe that's why we were supposed to leave that gum under the table after all. I don't know. Yeah, the next uh, group I, I, of people. I would, I would have gotten seriously admonished. <laughs> well, man, they, my parents didn't hit me, but if I I would have been admonished rather seriously if I had done the that. future. The future human is going to look at our gum and go, "They what? What was what all that? that? What was that junk that they're tacos? <laughs> what were they doing? <laughs> what is this stuff? <laughs> what is those dump? What about ramen dumplings? What are y'all doing? But a deer, they actually could tell from this DNA, which is probably even more illustrative for all of us. There was one of the teenagers that had a severe, severe case of peritonitis, which is the gum infection that leads to bone loss in your mouth. They could tell this because there was the, the, the chewiness was different in that particular sample than in the others. Good grief. Do I want people to know that much about me in 10,000 years? Hmm. Something to think about. The, the things we leave behind. Yes, well, the you know? pharma, your pharmacist record, it's in the Akashic record somewhere out Someplace there. Out they, there. They, they know everything Good about grief. you anyway. Good grief. I think I'm going back to math and critters. Once you get into the fish, there's all sorts of other animals that grab your attention. I'm still loving that. And he's right. This is about the ability of, for example, bees that understand zero. I mean, we, we, we have all of these tests that we've looked at before and understood. But this particular book is going to be um, one of my best, my favorite ones. I'll probably give it away several times. We understand that crows count and do all those other th- sorts of things. But I'm telling you, the fish have got my attention. Once you get into the fish, all the other animals come right along come back again next week please because we got a lot of gardening to do i'll be in mobile at the horticulture meetings this week and i'm going to have more to talk about so we will be talking products and plants and new stuff for the coming spring next week on the garden mama show the garden mama show is a production of super talk mississippi media Download past episodes at supertalk.fm and contact Garden Mama anytime at mamaonair at yahoo.com. Thanks for choosing the Garden Mama Show.
superior. It's more than a name. It's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality U.S. farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant, your family reunion, or on your dinner table. Hey, this is Steve Azar, and I want to let you know that with Superior Catfish, you know the next bite is as good as the first, time after time. Made possible by your friends and neighbors here in Mississippi. Remember, there's catfish, then there is Superior Catfish. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go license. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Green. The new degree of comfort. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. A Super Talk Mississippi media production. 